The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. After returning the Queen's brooch, our heroes are guided to the Citadel to help the Corvosan guard in restoring order to the city after the King's death. Veritana, Ashley, Greg, and Crispin venture deeper into Curse of the Crimson Throne. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com, on iTunes and Facebook. Definitely engage with us on Facebook. We love to answer your questions and get your comments there, so check us out there, Adventures from The Shed. We are getting back into our fifth edition campaign, and we're, we're going to go around the table and say hi quick this time, because we're going to jump right back into the adventure where we left off. Go ahead. Hi, this is Mickey, quickly saying hi. As Veritana. Okay. Hi, this is JJ, quickly playing hi as Morgan Ashley this time. This is Chris playing Greg. No, call me Gary. It's Kurt. I'm Crispin. That was fast. And I'm Joe. I'm the Dungeon Master for this 5th edition campaign. We're getting right back into it. When we last left off our heroes, they, they had just gone into the All the World's Meat Market, which has recently reopened under the rule of... Varric Vankerkin, I think, and um, his group of fellows who have recently started calling themselves the Cowhammer Boys. Uh, they had recruited some of them as mercenaries, four of them, to go check out the fishery and dispose of some bodies. And uh, the agreement was reached, 200 gold exchanged hands, and um, we are now back with the party after having walked out of all the world's meat. And we have to decide how we're going to go about that. So we're going to say a couple hours goes by and the sun is, um, you know, getting ready to set. Let's say it's late afternoon, um, early evening, and four guys walk out of the, um, the All the World's Meet. Uh, two of them are the two that you interacted with when you were in there. So the tall guy and then the other guy with the tight-fitting chain mail. They walk out with a couple of other guys. And when you look in, it looks like some others are closing up the shop for the day. Okay. Um, so this this building has a, appears to have some uh, a second story. At least a portion of the building has a second story. Yeah, a small bit of it. Yeah. Um, is there an alley running beside the building? Is there spaces between the buildings? Does it have a building adjacent to it? We're going to say yes to all three on different sides. So okay. there's an alley on one side, a building next to it on the other side. So where the, uh, for example, the side where the um, the corral is, the cattle pen, there are the, there's plenty of space on that side because no one wants a building right yeah. next to the cow crap. So there's you know, 20, 30 feet at least on that side of the building. Uh, on the back side of the building, there's a small alley. And on the, the side, um, I guess this would be the east side as the map holds, uh, okay. there's another small alley over there, probably about 10 feet wide. Um, and there's a building on that side of the alley as well? Yep. So, I, gu- I guess the things I want to ask my compatriots here is, would you rather... Like, I, I, I'm, not, I'm not a fan of the full frontal assault. I never have been. My training that I received under <laughs> Lamb, you know, is always, you know... The front door is always the most heavily guarded. You always go in from the side. You, 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 go, you go a side channel attack, you know? So... What do you guys think about trying to get to that second story and getting through a window? I'm not sure all of us can get through the window, but 
You have a couple go through the window and a couple come through the back or something. I mean, if I, I got a grappling hook and a rope, you, you guys think you can climb a rope? That's not the barbarian way. Barbarians don't balk at running through the front door and slicing and dicing, but you know, if you really want to, <laughs> I mean, maybe you could just throw me up. So this is—I don't know, know if I can climb. This is a uh, meat shop, butcher shop. So there's not a lot of windows on the floor, first floor. You can't see in except for the main display because you don't want to see where the sausage is made, <laughs> right? But um, up on the second floor, there are some windows. So if you guys want to go in through doors on the first floor, there are the doors on the west side of the building uh, where the pen is. Uh, but there's nothing on the east side or the south side, the back of the building. So as far as getting in through a door, you're either going through the side or um, the front door. All right. So I'm going to go around the the east side and um, and throw my grappling hook up onto the roof and uh, try to snag something. Okay. Um, I'm going to... Call that it's dexterity based, but what what skill might be involved in that if there is one? Uh, this would be, I guess, a strength check to throw it or a dexterity check. I mean, you know, either yeah. you well, do. I'm thinking if you want to be quiet, it's more precision than yeah. strength. Mm-hmm. So but yeah, so it's dexterity. But is there a skill that would fit any of Acrobatics this? No, I mean there there's one for climbing, but not for throwing. Athletics, no. Let's just go with dexterity. Okay. Let's see what we end up with here. Let's see what we end Essentially, up with. Essentially, I, I want to find out how good your roll is, not right? necessarily to hit, because you're going to be able to hit the side of the building. That's yeah. for sure. But now, how good is it without other people? I rolled a one. I am oh. going to use my uh, hero point to re-roll these dexterity checks. It is a dexterity check. So you have multiple. We need to keep track of them. I will subtract one here in a second. Yeah. So that's one. So just as you're getting ready to throw it, the rope loops around your arm and you realize you can't throw it yet. And you try again. Um, this would be a 11. 11. No, you go to 6. Not 1. Oh, yep. <laughs> he changed his hero points from 7 to 1. Wow. Woo. Um, okay. So it makes it up the side and there's a loud clanging noise. Okay. I'm just going to leave noise. it there. Okay. Just run over to the other side of the building and wait. As yep. Well, that's my question. Are you standing there? Nope. Yep. That, that's okay. it. Like you know, these guys are already in the alley here, and they're behind this building, okay. uh, next to next to the All Worlds Meet. And uh, if someone decides to come out and look for it, yeah. they right after you um, round the corner, you do hear a window open on the second floor. And okay. Um, you hear a window open. How about that? It's dark out. They probably won't be able to see the grappling hook. Considering what I rolled, they probably won't be able to see the grab. <laughs> okay. okay. So <laughs> we we, li- we kind of wait okay. when the window closes. Um, I'm going to attempt to scale. Okay. Just you? Um, oh, I'm going to do it too. Okay. You want to go with? You guys want to come Anybody to the back else? door or what do you want to do? Well, it's a side door and it's the oh, west yeah, the side. side. Yeah. So there's oh, the west, west side, side story and then the people climbing. Yeah, we're on the east side. Yeah. <laughs> Mario. Are you a jet? Or when a you're shark. a jet, you're a jet all the way. <laughs> I guess we'll all try to climb. But is it, a str- is it a strength check to climb it? Or acrobatics? Acrobatics, I think, right? acrobatics check? It's athletics. athletics. I just made a girl. I met a girl named Maria. Oh, I have yes. plus four to athletics. Because you're strong. I suppose. 
got a minus one. So we, are we yeah, taking our time? I have we minus one take as our well. time. Let's ta- if we could take our time, then yeah, let's you climb can, but. The longer you each take, the more chance you are going to be discovered. Exactly. Because you're not taking your time to do it um, outstandingly well. You're taking your time to get a plus 10. Right. And what, whatever your skill is, you're just adding 10 to that. Right. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll go first. And since I, 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 I'm pretty sure I can hide. Well, I'll, I'll give you a straight up number. To get up the side of the, the wooden building without anyone hearing you, I'm going to give it a DC of a 15. Climbing up is a 10, but if you want to do it undetected, yeah, quietly, yeah, yeah. yes, it's going to be harder. Okay. I have no problem climbing up um, with a 10. I think anyone could do that. And taking 10, easily, everyone climbs up the side. But yeah. if you want to do it quietly, I'm going to give it a 15. So who goes first? You? Rogie Rogue? Yeah, I'll go first. Um, <laughs> should probably go next. Because her and I are going to make a bunch of noise. will <laughs> be the first one to get the rope. So I'll go first. I'm going to try a roll to see if I can do it quietly. Okay. Let's probably see not going to This is probably dexterity, though. you got six more hero yeah, points. Yeah, strength. This is strength check. Oh, climbing do dexterously. <laughs> is there a climbing skill? No. It's no, athletics. No, it's, it's in okay, athletics. It's athletics. Okay. Come on, baby. Don't fail me now. Yeah. That's, that's going to be a no. <laughs> <laughs> On a D20, he rolled a no. So we're just crashing through the front door. Six. <laughs> so I, I try to repel, and I'm kind of like, I don't know. All right. So to get, get to the building. The reason I'm, part of the reason that's I'm all right, saying all that. I want to be quiet anyways. <laughs> I'm looking at where the second floor is and what rooms all right. you would be going past. So what I can see is you'd be going past B3. I want to look to make sure if there's anybody. Like B3 is the ground level of where you're probably going up. Yeah. Does that sound right? That sounds right. Yeah. Or would it be B1? You no, it'd be yeah. B3 because B3? the stairs are, um, if, you, yeah. if you align where the stairs are in B7 yeah. with B2, that means that uh, B7 starts two squares back from B1, and then mm-hmm. it goes that full six squares back from the second square back. So, so uh, the outside wall of which room is where the grappling hook is? Uh, it would be B3. B4. No, the outside on the second floor. B8. The outside of the second floor? B7. Eight. B7 or B8? It would be... The, the wall that we were scaling is a B4. Right, oh, but you, you threw the grappling hook up to the second floor, the roof. So of B8. B4. B4 is on B8. the first floor. Yes, because they're... You're not listening. He's asking no, no, which no. of these two... He's right? only... He wants to climb onto the I'm, roof I'm of going four to and show, go into the building. Real quick. Yeah, I got Yeah, it's... It's there's only a small portion of it is second is two floors. So right. you want to get on top of the first floor, yes. not going to there's the second no, floor. Where'd the black marker go, love? It, What'd you do it. with it? I got it now. Okay. There's the holy racers right Yeah. Wherever the, yeah. So I, I got it. So you're oh. climbing to the top of the first floor. You're not climbing to the no. second floor. Right. All right. That makes more sense then. So if you're going up on B4, that... It would still be B8 could look out, I okay. guess. Let they could look out see. the back. It is, um, let's see, all right, so it's nighttime, in this case, um, you don't hear anybody in there, um, it has been, so it's going to be a couple of hours, well, maybe an hour since the last time you heard them slaughter a pig or a cow inside, and they've probably vacated the area, let's put it at that. That makes it easier. And then I've got to flip back and forth with the map here. Um, and you are going... So you're going to make it up there. 
You've made plenty of noise, though. If anybody yeah. was listening, they they heard thunking out there. They didn't hear somebody climbing up, yeah. but they heard noise. Okay. Um, and who's next? Well, if we don't, it, yeah, yeah, if if we don't see matter, them no. coming and investigating, then I'll go next. Not yet, no. So I'm plus four. I rolled a 17. That is silent that's... as crap. You're just like, doot, 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 doot. fireman's. Yeah. The rogue is like, he uses one hand. He uses one hand. He just like throws himself up. He just, he just bamf up, up, up there. This is funny. No climbing. All right. Um, so that's good. And now the other two, you want to make your way up there? Good. Snucking it. Well, <laughs> I'll catch you. Oh, oh, it did not end well. I'll catch you. That's a two. <laughs> Time to get the axe out. <laughs> the um. So now, you don't make it up. First off, mm-mm. all right. Now can Crispin do move. help? Give her a plus five by pulling on the rope, so she doesn't actually have to climb. Climb. Oh yeah, he kind of pulls her up and drops it back down. Um, not yet. Let's okay. do this first. All right. Uh, the window opens. The so- one of the south windows of B eight opens. Okay. Um, and a man looks out, and he's a handsome man wearing the Corvosan Guard uniform. Um, and he has a uh, spear that he's holding out the window um, towards you guys. And what is it you're doing here? Get off my roof, you kids! Get off my lawn. <laughs> I'm assuming we can't see him, you know, us on the ground floor. No, but you hear him. Yeah, okay. Now he's, you know, 15 feet away, Max. You hear him talking to them. It was the noise that she made that made him come out. Stop pausing and answer me. Would you happen to be Varric? Yes. And who are you? See, I'm Morgan, and I just hired two uh, or four of your guys to take care of a problem for me. And My really, guys aren't for hire. What are you talking about? They are for hire. We came in from the front door earlier today, and I wanted to let you know that your guys are not being very honorable. He, he um, sets the spear to the side and grabs a bow and knocks an arrow and says, Get off my roof. See, that's not going to happen then. Can I try to climb up while this conversation is going on? Yeah. Let's see. Let's see if you roll high enough to climb well, can't up. Can't we just off well, eleven? In the front door. He does get, it, but not you'll quietly. Get up there, you'll get up there eventually. Okay. So it's going to take you a couple of rounds to get up there, possibly right after the arrows let go. Yeah. So when you say it's not going to happen, that's when we roll initiative. Yep. <laughs> when, when you no longer agree to getting off his property, um, I have a gosh, where the heck was initiative? Uh, Sixteen. I have eleven. There it is. I have Seven. a 22. Damn, this guy's fast. I rolled a 19. He has a plus three. All right. Like I said, this guy's fast. So, Varric yeah. goes first. Yes. <laughs> um, He's got a name. He's pretty good. Uh, he'll give you one last second to get off my roof. And if you don't say you're going to, he's going to let the arrow go. I, I throw an acid roof. flask at him. Well, he's going to let the arrow go, then. Yeah. Okay. So, he's going to... Get this, 17 plus 2 is 19. That will hit? That will hit. And he does, oh, no way. Um, oh, 5 damage. Okay. 5 damage with a arrow and all. 
Yeah, and it's a long bow. And you're, I don't know how far away you are. You're maybe 10, 15 feet away tops. You're practically melee range. And who was up next? Uh, uh, that'd be me. Okay. So my, now my acid blast goes through the, and hits them. Well, it might. They're going to do area effect damage. It might. Depends on how horribly you roll. If you roll a one, we have these critical That's fail true. decks now. <laughs> you might throw it at yourself. <laughs> Which I'm going to uh. take is something like an acid flask. We'll probably take the magic result. Yeah, I, I, think I think you said it was acid splash or yeah. acid well, bolt or yeah. whatever. The, the, what I'm looking at is um, for the critical hit or fail, the four categories are slashing, piercing, bludgeoning, and magic. So I think I would consider that as magic. 19 on the dice. 19. That doesn't miss. And um, if we're treating it like the acid, what is the damage the acid does? They look at me. Oh, yeah, because you got the spell. Uh, <coughs> and JJ, 1d6. You roll that, please. And I will mark down his hit points here so we can get that going. At level 1, it's 1d6. Okay. Um, I, I, we, we had the vials of acid, right? Yeah, were, I don't were those how many. But let me just check real quick. I probably have it. Mm-hmm. If you have it in there, what... I'm not sure what we did. We chose that was. Well, I was just going to do it as the same spell. Mm. I just it, you're throwing it though instead of her casting it. So I'd rather have you roll to attack yeah. rather than um, him rolling as a defense. Three what? Three vials of acid. Right. What what did they do? Oh, I don't have that in here. Okay. We're gonna yeah we're gonna use this, that spell the okay. cantrip. Um, so it's gonna be the. And what I'll do is he's in he's in like the. The He's in the window eastern, down your right side. Yeah, the yeah, easternmost east. window. Yeah. So I will, um, I will go to the westernmost window, meaning he doesn't have a, a line of attack. Okay. So you want to try and get cover? Yeah. Okay. Essentially. And what was the damage you rolled? Uh, two. Okay. That gets us started. Who's up next? Uh, oh, and as, as he screeches from the bit of acid, um, he also calls out, You guys, get out here! So, he oh, makes it which, up the... I didn't roll that. Oh, hey, give me a four for an initiative as well, please. Which makes sense, because, well, they are there. So... They're in the next room. Greg <laughs> starts to fin- finish his climb. Can I yeah. do anything this round? Um, you can get closer or further if you want. But your action is to climb. So, the action is to climb, which is athletics check, which and reduces his move. speed by half. Mm-hmm. So that means he can climb 15 feet this round. Well, it's not even 15 feet up there is my point. So So you get up. So I'm on the roof. Yeah. But what... So your action is used. You can move. Where do you want to move to? Closer, further, or just stay at about 10 to 15 feet away? Mm -hmm. I'll move in. Okay. So you get close to him. And who's up next? Uh, Crispin. Right. I'm already up. Um, Axe to the face. Well, you gonna we don't ask wanna, him a question. We don't want to kill him, right? You can always do non-lethal. How do you do non-lethal damage with an axe? You, you turn it. You just say yeah. it. Yeah. You say non-lethal. In D&D, you just say you're not going to kill I him. I want to be fully immersed in the story. <laughs> okay. You have to tell me how to do non-lethal damage. So with then, my you, axe. instead of hitting him with the blade, hit him with the flat of yeah. it, or um, the hit him with the the heft of the axe yeah. rather than yeah. You yeah. Know? All right, so I will do that. Okay. Because I don't know how many hit points he has, and I don't want to <laughs> leave him to death. Whoa, 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 hang on. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, crap. If it's a good number, you have to keep it, right? I can't even see it, to be honest. <sighs> what is it? What do we Five. Got? 
Should well, have that's kept not it. gonna hit. Yeah, Ten. I don't think it is. Nine. Right? Nine. Yeah, that's not. No, it's not gonna <laughs> hit. Sorry. That's. Uh, I'm, I'm winded from that climb up the. Uh, he's um. What, but now you are right in front of the window in front of him. So he's wearing. So I should move away so he doesn't get me. Or he's you stand chain there. Mail. Are you raging? Tank it. Uh, I'm not yet. He hasn't pissed me off yet. He's not that angry. <laughs> I should have just. No. Who, who's up after that? Uh, Baratana. Baratana. Still downstairs because she's you got a minus one athletics. Now I'll tell you, from where you are, you could probably, you know, within your movement, you could move to where you have a line of sight. Let's do that. Okay. Well, can I use all. one of my hero points to add to AC? What's a hero point? Yeah. Oh, you're talking hero. about the hero. Hero. Okay, yeah. yeah. When you said hero. Expire? You said the first part. They're, they go all the way through the. Yeah, I'm probably going to use yeah. it too. Um, if we play through most of it, probably two or three more recording sessions. I'm going to use one to add one to AC for the battle. Okay. To so make sure you record that. I will. And I'm also going to use some Record it AC. remembering as well that you have a plus one to AC during this. Oh, I'm going to use two points, spell. actually. <gasps> okay. And what spell do you want to use? I'm going to move to get line of sight. How about the wand? Uh-huh. Wand of magic missile. And I've got my. That's right, I've got my wand of magic missile. You sure do. How many missiles my can she 23 fly charges. What's that? Is there a limit on how many missiles she can launch right now out of that? It's whatever you would do at first damage. Right. Or first damage, first level. Gotcha. Which is what? Two? 1d4. 1d4 uh, plus 1. That's it. Yeah. Three darts. But I think you do three darts. Yeah. So it's three die four plus three. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. Oh, three glowing darts. Automatic oh, yeah. start, yeah. Wand of Magic Missile. Light him up. Okay. And you just deal damage. Yep. There's no roll to hit. So I roll each one and give me the number for each one, please. As soon as I find my D4, okay. I'll be right with you. I'll hold. Hold oh, the action. Your There's roll one. is important to me. <laughs> I'll continue to hold. There's a three. A three. Three plus one. So that's four. Three plus one. That's a four. And a three. Total? Correct. So four, four, three. Mm-hmm. Correct. All right. So, uh, okay. And then that's my action, right? So three that's darts go streaking by Crispin. Uh-huh. One it underneath each armpit and one through the groin. Yes. It is true. She, ma- she magic missiled. Oh, because we're not hitting and doing... Are you implying that she missed with them? No, no, no she, she can't. I missed you. But they, they, they <laughs> automatically miss you. And oh, they miss me. Yeah. I thought you meant under, under Varric. I was like, why would no. we try to miss him? With Although he probably can't even look Christmas. through the window. You're He's right. at the yeah. window I, sill I level. Was, uh, no. You can't even see through <laughs> yes, the window. right in a mood. See, this is why I don't eat lettuce. Look what it does to you. <laughs> it makes you stupid. Uh, okay. All right, uh, whoever's number okay. four. Bowl of dirt. Okay, so from the other room, in our case, it's what, B7? Seven. Seven? Yeah. From B7, um, three of the um, the other guards come running through the cow hammer, boys. Um, and I have, uh, let's see, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I got to add that on here. Dang, nabbit. <laughs> so what I'll do is, because they were just summoned, they'll come running through, but they're not taking an action yet this turn. Sounds good. Next is him again, right? Yes, he's top that so order. So, Varric is going to um, take his, uh, where is it? Uh, well, he could just shoot, right? He can just use an arrow, um, uh, or his bow, regardless. He doesn't need to switch to the spear. 
he can just still use his bow even with Crispin in front of him. In fifth edition, there's no penalties for that. So he will do that. Well, he's not really in the way anyway. Well, he's right there. <laughs> you know, point down at him. He can shoot right over my yeah, head. He, he doesn't have to shoot, you know, just straight Probably forward. Probably have to have trouble hitting him, actually. <laughs> How about a 16? Does a 16 hit? Is he hitting me? Yes. Yes. Does it still hit oh, you? Oh, wait, I got plus one. Yeah. Ah, uh, so sixteen. That'll hit. Yeah. And if I were raging, I'd have resistance, but I'm not raging. Mm. But I might be You're raging after rage. this because he's oh, gonna no, this one. make me so angry. Sorry. <laughs> how, about, how about twelve damage? Twelve damage. Holy shisa! He's yeah. right, he's using a a long bow, and so he's I go good from fourteen it. to twelve. You I mean, do. To two? Yep. To you two? do. Yeah. He's nuts. This is why you should have rage. <laughs> You're going to be pissed now, though, I'm sure. See, I w- oh. How about, I would, I, I, and he's done. <laughs> I was trying to role play it. I wouldn't you did rage, fine. like, before anything happened. You did fine, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But maybe I will in the future. <laughs> <laughs> maybe yeah. I'll learn that I need to work myself up into a rage. And who's up after that? All right. Uh, I'm going to Two hit points. open the window and throw in the Thunderstone. And we said that was going to do Thunderwave. Yep. Which was? They gotta make a DC save. You gotta run. That's so you move to the window through. I've already. I was already there. I was already on yeah. this window. All right, that's window. Yep. So we're gonna do that. And what? The what? DC thirteen. All right. Constitution save. So I'm gonna roll. I'm just gonna roll twice. Once for him and once for the other guys. Um, and all four of them will fail that save. Two D eight. They get pushed ten feet. So. He's probably going out the window he's in, which is good because I was going to pull him out anyway. Those guys might go flying out the windows on the other side. I don't yeah, know. I think they're all just going to get pushed back into the room yeah. further. That's the way I'm looking Seven at damage. It. But he might get Seven. pushed out the window, depending on where Yeah, if he was standing in front of the window, he gets okay. pushed 10 feet out. Seven, seven, seven. Does he land in front of me? <laughs> he, I think he lands in front of Crispin. Or on top of him. Bop him. <laughs> yeah, if he's going out the window, then you have a chance of getting crushed. But he ducks. Automatically. <laughs> yeah, but the guy's going to fall down. That's true. <laughs> he, he's not going to fall up. Um, so, so seven damage. Ch- yeah. Got, all right. Got the seven damage. And just looking at the numbers again here. Um, who's up next? Me. So the, that, the way it was described happens. He goes out. He doesn't crush you. He doesn't crush yeah. me. But uh, if so you had more than two hit points, I'd give it a shot. But It is Crispin now. Crispin. No, all right. That's so me. it's my turn. Oh. Oh, sorry. I, I, I missed the other Crispin. Yeah. The other Crispin. The, the Greg Crispin. <laughs> yes. All right. If he's out on the the first floor roof, I'm going to... Yes. Are you going to stab him with your rapier wit? Uh, can I toss him off the rooftop? Sure. Maybe uh, Tana can catch him. No. I'll see if he just hits. Slap. Yeah. Go for it. Grab him and, grab him and throw him. We'll just call that a contest of strength. Probably not a good idea with my guy. Uh, well, uh, he doesn't have particularly high strength. Yeah, I got minus either. one though, so it doesn't work out so well. I have an eight. Yeah, I got a five. All right, you guys. Uh, neither of you was particularly successful, so you're just going to grapple a little bit. <laughs> it's like it's like the. <laughs> I'm more of the deck <laughs> guy. Give a, give a slap fight. Slap <laughs> fight. Yeah. Oh no, you didn't. Now it's me. Now it is Crispin. You mm-hmm. have advantage since I'm holding him, kind of. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can say, um, yeah, why advantage. not? That makes sense. You're right. you're kind of grappled with him. At the same time, though, people have advantage when they attack That's you. Yeah. So, yeah. So your pick. Do you want to attack Gary or um, Varric? Or Greg. <laughs> you attack Varric. <laughs> All right. I'm just I'm giving a, you the I'm opportunity. I'm trying to hit him really, really hard behind the knees with the flat of my axe. Okay. 
and maybe knock him over. Let's Are you crow. raging now? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely off. pissed. Uh. So that gives me resistance. It gives me, what, plus two to damage and advantage on strength. And strength. advantage on strength check, yep. So and if you wanted to shove him off the edge. Who was the peacock? Me. He d- so oh. you, get, you get that advantage for this whole attack, too. Yeah, but it's just dex stuff. Well, dex plus you get one to another and one to your AC. Yeah, okay. just one. Oh, we, sure we remembered that. We don't we're on page forty-seven. Dex. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna try to you knock him prone by hitting him behind the legs. With his, okay, uh, and I'm not going to succeed because <sighs> well, I you have advantage. You have advantage, so oh. roll again. So roll lower than a four. You rolled Eleven seven total. You need to roll two twenties at the same. No, time. no, the, you just can't find an opening between the two of them feeling each other. I'm having up. a really hard time this combat. You are. Last week, this die rolled 20s at the yin-yang. Yeah. All right. Ready? Um, that is Veritana, yeah. What do I see before me? Well, you, you you no we're, doing, we're doing that dance thing. You no you longer got. see Varric because him and Gary are rolling around on the roof, and you can't quite get an angle to see them up there. Uh, you do, however, see uh, Crispin, uh, I don't know, holding his axe high and charging forward, and then he vanishes from view. Um, you don't see uh, Ashley either because he's past you. You did hear and glass shattering. Yeah. Um, so it's just you hear just a lot of commotion up there, but you don't see anybody. There's nothing I can really do. Hold my action. You could, yeah, you could do I that. You want to try to climb up? You could uh. try and climb up again. <laughs> no, <laughs> done with that. <laughs> She's remembering that she used to be a princess in a dream. Yeah, All right, I don't so climb. The, the the gang members, the cow, okay, the cow let's see, hammer let's boys, see if they can the cow tippers. get up and reach somebody. I'm thinking the cow, puds. The cow patties. Probably the easiest one for them to go to because they're I don't know they're rolling around outside. Maybe the window where um, Ashley is. Mm-hmm. Let's uh, head them that way, and they have um, uh, I think they have short swords. Yeah, they have short, short swords. Oh, hey, there's a twenty to hit, not a natural twenty. I'm just gonna roll all three here. Um, a twenty, a fourteen, and a fourteen. So the twenty hits, the fourteens miss. Okay. So it will be the the twenty that hits is four damage. Nicely done with a short sword. So they just kind of pile out the window at you one at a time. Um, and swinging. So now everyone's out on the roof, and it actually feels like it might give way. Fair enough. Um, Who's up next? Uh, oh, it's back to Varric. Back to Varric. All right. He's just going to try and uh, kick Gary in the groin and get him off of him. Damn. The kick and run. Uh, 12 does not hit you. Nope. Uh, you guys are just hanging out. <laughs> it, it, it's, it really is just a wrestling match now. Yeah. Between two not very strong guys, yeah, it's the uh, the two fast dudes wrestling. Is <laughs> maybe more like a ground MMA yeah. than it is. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, after that, after that is myself. I am going to. So you got three guys on yep. you now. Going to stab one of them as best I can. Um, because I want to try and use all the different things in here. Because you got three guys on you, you're going to be at a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. I didn't give them advantage to hit you, which I should have, but I'll give you disadvantage to, to get a shot in on them. And I'm going to go, guys, need a little help over here. Guys. Hey There's a four on that dice and a six on that dice. Oh, so, I guess even if it was advantage, you wouldn't have uh, hit. Yeah. Okay. Uh, after that, 
After that is Crispin. Do you have or any, sorry. as the rogue, do you have anything special that could let you run away from this? Or Not right now. If to? level two, I could have. Ah, okay. Level two, I get disengaged as a bonus action. Ah. At level one, I just die. Okay. Because I'm at one hit point. Mm. You're at one? I'm at two. This is going to be fun. Nice. <laughs> I'll decide to use my rapier on. Tired of this wrestling around. You're going to rape him? So nobody decided to tell him he should just give up. Well, I don't think he's been damaged yet, really. Yes, he has. Yeah, he's taking magic no, missile, I, I thunder wave, like, and acid. I meant like from the beginning, there was like no intimidation oh, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Uh, is he looking pretty sluggish now, or is he still looking? Oh, like you're the one hanging out with him. Yeah, it's um, I mean. yeah. I would have to say he could still kick your ass. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna try to like right. you know get him down and threaten him in front of all his men to like so give b- before up. Before we started, one of the things I mentioned: this is um, probably an average to difficult encounter for level one characters. This would have been a cakewalk for level three, which is why I wanted right. to go into this with level one. All right. So it's not particularly difficult. Any one of these guys could fall at any moment, but so could you guys. So it's kind of even. All right. I'll use the rapier. Okay. Let's see what you got. Uh, 15. Uh, 15 does not do it. Uh, I, I can think only... he actually has, he has the same armor class as you right now, as a matter of fact. I think as a, if yours is 16. Uh, mine's 18 because oh, I use, two, you po- use points? two points. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Well, okay. for him it's 18. Everybody else yeah. is 17. Okay, so that misses. Yeah. You have an so advantage to hit him, though, right? Fighting. No, because no, they're, they're both part of the grapple. Yeah. He's got him grappled. and so I yeah. thought it was because of the peacock Varric has thing. him grappled. No, I get the plus two decks. And plus yeah, it's all deck stuff. Oh, okay. Yeah. So being together is just equal, really. So with the plus two decks, I mean, your to hit is up by one. Does it? Well, yeah. All right. So Are you using 16? a rapier? That's a dexterity. Okay, fine. Go ahead. 16 hit? Yeah, 16 <laughs> hits. That's a 16 AC. All right, then. Take eight points of damage. Eight points of damage. Okay. How's he looking? Um, He probably could still kick your ass, but it would be a more even fight. I'm still going to uh, yell out to his men, stop fighting or I'll kill uh, Varric right now. Huh. Well, let's use an intimidate roll then. Even though you shouldn't get another action, at least you said something. So let's do it. 18. Oh, they pause. Who's up next? <laughs> I they, they clearly flinch when you say that. You don't know if they're ready to give up yet because it's not their turn in initiative. Right. You'll find out when it is their turn. <laughs> I don't have any special moves at this point with rage. It's just resistance to damage. Come on, baby. Come on, baby. So you're going to try and You do have advantage. Right you still have advantage. Oh, now, advantage. Now you do, yes. Okay. Something over 10 would be nice. Uh, yeah. What's your plus? A 19, 19 on the dice. dice. Hey. 23 and an 18. Okay. So. so you will hit. I will hit. Go ahead with your damage. And my this, damage. This might do it. D10. It is a D12. D12. Okay. D12? Yeah, that was a D10. It's a battle axe. Yeah, you're holding an axe oh, with two dice hands. Oh, it's hit Sorry. Yeah. Yep, D10. So you're going to heal him one hit die. No, I'm not going to heal him. Uh, D10 plus five. Is it? Yes, because it's two-handed. It's in here. It's one d eight. That's what we didn't write up there. Regular damage. Right. That's right. On the board. Oh, like how much damage you. Yeah. Right. Comes on your normal attack, we sheet, write the attack and the damage. It's a d eight because it's versatile. So right. if you use it one-handed, it's a d eight. If you use it two-handed, it's a d ten. Right. It says one. So it'd be one d ten plus two. Plus two. Let's see. So what strength that comes and out rage. I rolled a two. Plus two is four. Plus two for rage is six. six. Oh. The back of the knee. <laughs> he collapses from the pain and appears to go unconscious. 
and I do a little stout halfling dance. <laughs> and then I run around the room and then I do a backflip. But you're on the roof still. There was much rejoicing. Baritona. And then I flex. Like Hulk Hogan. You hear the rejoicing. I'm going to try lots of rejoicing. Once again, to climb. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's told you it's unnecessary at this point. Five. Why don't you just come in the front door? Uh-huh. Hey, come around the front. Right? At this point, can I just. What was run? your total? Five. Five, okay. Uh, it's just, you can't get a good grip on the rope. Do I see anything? <laughs> how do these how do these little T-Rex arms get me up here? I can't do it. Um, no, um, at this point, there's still nothing close enough to the edge that you can see. So Cowhammer Boys. Cowpatty Boys. Um, they've just kind of, they, they stopped. They're not swinging swords at you right now. Right, they didn't so say they give up. They're just kind of looking over. I have my rapier out, and I'm backing away slowly. Successfully. So you now, essentially, you now have Varric um, unconscious on the ground. We can break initiative at this point. They're not attacking. And you can decide how you want to go about the next steps. The other guys will just, like, walk away unless you do something to them. They should turn themselves in. Yeah, yeah tell them they should yeah. turn themselves in. Yeah, I mean, You'll get leniency if you turn yourselves in now. Um, who wants to persuade them of this? I will. There you go. Because I think you have the authority from fourteen. You have the authority from Cressida to, to make that statement yeah. that she wanted them yeah. back um, so that she could uncorrupt them. Fourteen. Okay. Um, because you guys have uh, Varric on the ropes, knocked out. Um, they'll they'll walk away. They'll nod and, and leave. All right. Time up. Go tie him. Tie Varric up. Varric yeah. up. Okay. All right, we have manacles still. Okay. okay. So yeah. Good to go. Leave the uh, body. <laughs> <laughs> Divest him of his loot, arms. Loot the body. We're going to reappropriate any items he has. Um, he has three potions of cure wounds on him. Oh, Whoa. You're going to need those. There you go, uh, Crispin. And aside from that, he has a uh, longbow and a spear and chainmail. Hmm. Um, see, Remove those. That's it. Longbow, spear, chainmail. They're all listed as masterwork, but we're not counting that. Um. La la la. Okay. Got it. Um, so on him, that was it. That's his stuff. All right. So I'm not going to try to haul him back down off the roof. So we will shake him awake a little bit. Okay. You know, well, we could. I have another rope we could tie him up and just. Well, I mean, why don't you just go in through and come down the stairs? Yeah, we'll carry him down. <laughs> Good idea. I mean, that's what, that's what I was thinking. Like, you know, Imagine the smart one. <laughs> hey, guys. Why don't you just come downstairs? <laughs> Look, we went in through uh, the top. So, well, out, so. while we Damn go, funny. though, we'll um, inspect the rooms. Check it out. Yeah. So, B8. Um, that's the room that you guys just had your, your fight in. I, I thunderstone. So, uh, like, like, the table's knocked over. So, after the thunderstone, um, in the corner... Uh, the eastern part of the, the room is a large desk. The only thing left on the desk is um, a paper pinned to the tabletop by an exquisite silver dagger. Aside from that, there is other stuff around the room, like the um, bed that's been a little toppled with bedrolls and a chamber pot that you knocked over, which, yeah. Yeah. Uh, a table and three chairs uh, also kind of knocked around in there. And um, other papers now lying ar- about on the floor. 
I'll gather up the papers. I, I can't read this crap, but maybe Veritana can make <laughs> something of it. Did you say there was one with a dagger stuck in it? On yep, the there's an exquisite silver dagger stuck into one piece of paper on top of the desk. That's the only thing still in place pretty yeah. much after the room got thunderstoned. Hey, guys, what's if there's anything out there, read it to see what's on there. Yeah, what's written on the one with the silver dagger? Again, I'll just gr- take it with us and we'll go. Mm-hmm. You want to cover it now, you can, but... Is it like a note that we would just read? This is what I'm, I'm actually looking to see if the paper makes any difference. Um, I imagine it does if it's stuck to a desk with a knife through it. Yeah, you would think so, right? But it could be the, that the reverse is important, that the silver dagger is important and the paper is right? not. Just a picture of the queen with the dagger in her face. <laughs> yeah, that's all it is. Um, the stick figure. It's very poorly drawn. Okay, yeah, there's nothing of import on any of the papers that I can see. But If I, I find something later, I'll let you know. In the yeah. meantime, though, there's nothing special on the papers themselves. Are you going to grab the dagger? Yeah. Sticky fingers? Yeah. I'll also take a pound of bacon and some meat. Mm-hmm. So B7 contains, I'm assuming, cards? Well, a for, card game? For B8, you make sure you note that you have the silver dagger. Yep. Um... I want to make sure there's nothing else in the room that is worth anything. All right. Now, did you say that he's being left unconscious for now? Yeah, I want to keep him unconscious. Keep him unconscious. We'll carry him downstairs. Um, Or drag him. Just to roll him down the steps. I mean, I'm sure Crispin can kind of... One man handle him. And then you said B7. B7 is a break room. Uh, there's a round table in that room with four wooden chairs around it, stack of cards on the table. Looks like they were playing cards at the time that um, they were interrupted. And there's a um, cabinet in the southwest with a bunch of dirty clothes and blankets in it and some bedrolls lined up against the north wall. Uh, looks like, again, just that's where they hang out. Anything of use in the bedrolls or blankets? Mm, nah. Of interest. Nothing special. Right. And then we'll descend the stairs to B2. B2, that's the hall. <laughs> that's B3. what it says. B2, hall. B3. Um, uh, B3 is the meat locker. Air in this room is stale, stinking of day-old meat and blood. Ew. Straw litters the floor, scattered to catch the drips from the meat as it hangs. Meat hooks are affixed to the walls and ceiling on metal rods. And to the north is a low blood-stained table and two barrels of salt, while double doors stand in the wall to the south. An iron bar extends through a narrow hole at the top of the doors, and the bar runs along the ceiling for five feet before ending in a vertical pole running floor to ceiling. So this is just where they do the butchery. Yeah. Anything hidden in one of the slabs of meat? Um, uh, just give me a... How about an investigation roll? Anybody's welcome to roll it if you're uh, going to check it out. Six. Roll that crap. Eleven. Keep going. 18 plus whatever my modifier is. Intelligence. It's investigation. So negative 5,000. <laughs> negative 5,000. <laughs> Are you doing an investigation? I'm not in the room. She's, not, she's, not, she's still outside. 18. No one's let me in. <laughs> uh, 18. 18. You can just um, around the front. Uh, you're pretty sure that some of the cuts of meat in there aren't animals. Aren't yeah. animals? Are not animals. They are cannibals. Punk pig. What's next? Uh, B4 or something? B4 is the killing floor. 
The floor of this grim chamber is strewn with blood-stained straw, and the reek of slaughter is almost overpowering. Meat hooks dangle from a metal track affixed to the ceiling that allows the hooks and their gory loads to be moved easily around the room. In the northwest corner, a large hammer sits on the floor amid a permanent bloodstain. To the south, a bloodstained grill covers a wide hole in the floor. Just north of the grill sit two large vats of water, one boiling and one cold. Two large butcher blocks stand to the east um, next to the barrels of salt, and in the southeast corner sits a reeking vat of cast-off meat and bones. What's inside the grill? Uh, let's see. The rusty grating in the southwest corner. Um, if you want to get through it, you have to either pry it or bash it. Uh, use the hammer and bash it. Huh. Okay. Um, give me, uh, I guess a strength check or athletics check or whatever it is. I will take my time and work on it. So, okay. It has a DC of 17. Can you take your time and do I it? I, I, I have a nine over and over it? and over. Okay. <laughs> I mean, technically, technically it has a hardness and a hit point, so you could do it after a few hits, I'm yeah. sure, regardless. Is um, it from, can I get... By the time he gets oh, yeah, through it, can, can I get there. inside? Okay. You can hear where the banging is and go to where the banging is. Awesome. And you will show up in this room as he bangs through it. And it leads um, underneath to the sewers. Uh, and give me a perception check. That's a natural 20. Oh, that works. Um, uh, uh, fortunately, the, um, the check for this is a DC 20 perception check. So that works. Oh, hot dang. Wow. Um, you find a human finger wedged in a crack between two stones just above the water line in the uh, sewer. And that ring has a, uh, or that finger has a mithril ring set with tiny slivers of obsidian on it. Okay. And I it will. is worth 500 gold pieces. Oh, dang. Hmm. And since is. I'm telling you the worth, it's not essential to the story. Yeah. But that check found it. Um, and uh, because you rolled a 20, I will also tell you um, there are... You can tell fish in there. Uh, I think the Pathfinder version of piranhas, they're called reef claws. And you can see, you know, E.D. fish under, right under the surface of the water. That's how they so this is where they, the this way they're deposing bodies, yeah. Very well could be. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I think that's the extent of it. We'll got to B1. Um, mm-hmm. You came through B1, no, Veritana. Did you see anything? Did nope. I see anything? Just the shop, the front door of the shop. I'm just going to say you could walk in. It was locked, but what the hell. You're a wizard, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you got in somehow. Um, and I would say at this point, Varric is starting to regain consciousness. So, I want to ask him anything before we turn him over. Yeah. Uh, so. What's your story? You're, yeah. Well, why are you feeding people human flesh? Um, what, what are you talking about? This butcher shop has human flesh. I don't believe you. This what? is human flesh. What is and I show him. Here, eat the this. Finger? No, the, the NB3. Yeah. Okay. Well, it was a substantial perception check to notice it wasn't um, animal flesh. It doesn't, it doesn't look like it isn't yeah. animal flesh to him. I don't believe you. Well, who's your butcher here? Who's cutting up the meat? The, the guys. 
Mm-hmm. Cowhammer boys. <laughs> you wouldn't know what they were cutting up? Or is he just pretend? Uh, Andrew, like a sense motive to see if he's just. You sure can. Let's do that. He's sticking, sticking um, with it. Is that just. What is perception, it here? Perception, I guess. Yeah. I believe. Is, no? JJ no has something motive. else. Insight. Insight? Oh, insight. oh, yeah, there is an insight skill. Yeah. Use your insight skill, Kurt. Sure, let me find where that is. is it's in wisdom. 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 Insight plus three. Come on, baby. Come oh, on. you can do this. Come on. 19 plus three, 22. Oh, yeah, he's, he has no idea whether it's human flesh or not. He's sincere. So why did you go off uh, reservation and take some guys with you? Start causing problems. Uh, because the queen's just going to cause problems for everybody. How do you mean? And the guard can't be trusted anymore because they side with the queen. She had the king killed, I'm sure of it. Hasn't he been ill for some time? Yeah, and? How do you think he got ill? How can you explain somebody who has a disease can't be cured? <laughs> Happens a lot in these parts. <laughs> and not with clerics around, <laughs> hell no. Does he seem sincere? Yeah, yeah. Karen? He's just straightforward. Yep. Who's Karen? It's like Crispin. Oh. Crispin. Crispin. It's like Karen. Crispin. I've got his number now. <laughs> Karen. I've covered his name tag. Karen and Ashley. With that role, well. yeah. Yeah, with that role, yeah. I mean, he's, yeah. yeah. Huh. All right, well, we're taking you, you to the guard. And we're closing down this shop. Because, frankly, this is disgusting. I still don't know what you're talking about. I, sp- I believe you. Well, Crispin believes you, and I believe him, so. All right. (laughs) Can we confirm, or can I confirm that it's, like when you said I I can tell that they're not, it's not all human meat. That's correct. That's a correct fact. It's not all animal animal meat. Sorry, that's what I meant. But then he found the finger down in the sewer. sewer. Right. So unless somebody in the butcher shop lost their own finger. Right, right. Yeah. With it, it, was, it was indeed clues leading there. I'm just wondering yeah. how Varric would how do you know prove, if how this do you is prove his crew and they're butchering in the house. How yeah. he would not know that what was going on. And what, I guess what you'd need to do from that point is how do you prove it to him? Right. right. I mean, I could show him the finger. Okay, that would work because it actually, the severed finger is one of the things you can yeah. use to show him. Right. Um, I found this in the grating going, leading to the sewers. And at that point, he says, well, I, I had no idea they were doing it. And you mentioned them doing mercenary work earlier. Yeah. I, had, I had no idea. So I, what did, I thought I was recruiting good people. Um, fine, you can arrest me. See, now I feel bad. You're too damn honorable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I kind of want to well, find a, out more what's going he's on. A, he's, a, he's a prick, <laughs> but his guys were awful, evil, bad, you right. know. Mercenaries who go, who did what you hired them to do, go right. get rid of bodies. Yeah. Coincidentally, yeah. <laughs> you happen to hire them for the thing they do. So, so you are conceding that you need to be under arrest. Oh, he's conceded. All right. All yes. Right. So, when your guys return from their mercenary work that we tricked them into doing, but I thought we were I, we wanted what? the guard to arrest them when they went to the fishery. Yeah, there was a combination of different suggestions there. Yeah. So whatever the end result so was. We I'm saying when they, when they yeah. come back, he, you know, he, he's like, come with us. We're going to go take care of something. And we but lead to, him to the To Chris's guards. point, if, the, if we were going to have the guard meet them at the fishery to arrest them, then they wouldn't be coming That's back. That's fair. Yeah. I didn't so realize we'd, we'd done that. I don't know which one was going to happen. Play it however you want. Just You can decide that now. That nah, sounds fine. Right. Okay. We would have had them arrested. Yeah. Ambushed. 
Okay. Um, well, and, and the thing about Varric is we don't. He might be right about the queen. Hey, we totally don't right, know, right. but regardless, this isn't the way to do it. Right, right, right. We have been contracted mm-hmm. to bring him in, and we want to get paid. So, I think we would take him back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But keeping in mind that he might might be right. That's true. We need to be wary about what the queen's what the guard tell us. Okay. The Corvosa guard. So you're going to bring him back to the citadel. Correct. The Volshenik. <laughs> that place. Citadel I, I still, V. Yeah, Citadel V. It's um, V-O-L Shy Enek. So Volshyanek. Uh, with that, let's wrap up this encounter and what that's going to mean. If the PCs manage to bring Varric back alive, it says alive without resorting to combat. So you brought him back alive, mm-hmm. and that's yeah. all that matters to me. You, you get 800 experience points. Because he is alive, you get the 500 gold when you bring him back. And we recoup our and 200 um, gold from the arrest. Yeah, we can say that, yeah, because the other guys can be caught. Yes. Um, and how much was the XP? You'll get 800. 800. Yeah. 800. Zero, zero. And this is where we can take the last few minutes of this episode and let's talk about going to level three. Because one of the things we're going to do with this is we're just going to skip some levels to make sure our characters are the right levels moving into different parts of the adventure. One of the next thing you guys do, the book suggests level three to four characters. So we're going to jump right to level three. We're not going to do the two to three process. And I think we determined earlier we actually have enough experience that we would probably be that level anyway. Yeah, yeah we're, we're right? between two and three right now right. on actual XP. So let, um, what I had asked each of the players to do was to bring a level three character with them, thinking we might get through this quicker. But where we are right now, we can talk about them and just be prepared to use them next time we start up. So who wants to talk a little about how their character is growing while you get in a nice rest at... Um, I want to say the monastery. Why do I want to say the monastery? Because that's where, that's where Shrook lived. Yeah, it was... It was well, you guys are going to be in the, the Citadel. Citadel. Not that's the, the Citadel. Yeah. Sorry. That's See, what you I didn't meant. have the right one either. I said monastery because Shrook. Uh I can go. Go ahead, Kurt. Um, I'll preface this by saying, if it's okay, uh, that JJ reminded me that the new um, Xanthard's Guide to Everything has new mm-hmm. paths for... Mm-hmm. Um, characters including the barbarian so i might double check those just to see if there's not something i I like better before next time okay but at second level barbarians get what they call dangerous uh well they get a couple things they get danger sense which is an uncanny sense of when things nearby aren't as they should be basically gives you an advantage dodging danger so you get advantage on decks saving throws against effects that you can see like traps and spells um you also get reckless attack which lets you um, basically decide when you make your first attack on your turn to act recklessly. And that gives you an advantage on your attack rolls using strength, which is usually going to be the barbarian. But attack rolls against you have have, um, advantage until the end of the next turn. So in exchange for the opportunity to a better chance of doing damage, you also have a better chance of taking damage, I guess. And then then once you get hit in that first round, you get all pissed off and rage. Exactly. That makes sense. Um, And then more importantly, at third level, uh, the barbarian kind of gets to pick, they call it a primal path. Mm -hmm. And in the original player's handbook, that would be either the path of the berserker or the path of the totem warrior. The berserker is a pretty standard kind of, you know, blood rage, just untrammeled fury. Um, that gives you frenzy at third level, mindless rage at sixth level, and then intimidating. Pr- basically, just kicking ass, taking names. I, if I stick with these two, would uh, or Crispin would follow the path of the totem warrior, 
which is a little bit a little bit more of a spiritual path where you get a spirit animal as a guide, a protector, and inspiration. And he would probably um, follow the path of the wolf, which is kind of like a battle leader. So while you're raging, your friends have advantage on melee roll attacks against any creature within five feet of me that's hostile to me. Kind of like spirit pack hunting kind of thing. Yeah, the yeah. spirit of the wolf makes you a leader of hunters. And then at higher levels, you start to get aspects of the beast and things that are like kind of related to the wolf or the pack. Cool. They also have... Um, Eagle and Bear, which have different kind of... Uh, I'm not going to go into all of the detail, but if you're interested, Player's Handbook, page 49 and 50. Um, and the Totem Warrior looks pretty cool. So I'll check out Xanathar's as well, but I think I'm probably going to play that path. Cool. Gets, uh, gets me that? back a little bit to my Druid, my Druid love. Cool. Oh, and another thing I'll mention, um, because we're going to continue to use critical hit, critical fail type stuff using these decks that I have... Um, we're going with maximum hit points on each level. That way the players can suffer more debilitating things <laughs> yeah. without it being so, um, so crippling. Well, crippling is the wrong word. Deadly is probably the better word. Who wants to go next? Who wants to talk I mean, I can go next story? or Mick can go next. I don't know. What, what are you, where are you going? This is Wizard. This is where you are. Sounds like Chris should go next. Chris, oh, Chris. what's the bard doing at third level? Uh, well, uh, what got him there, I should say. First to second to third. Yeah, I guess to second, he's getting the jack-of-all-trade skill, so I get to use... Uh, I can add half my proficiency bonus to any skill that I don't have proficiency in already. Which so. is pretty darn cool. Yeah, that's, uh, awesome. that's one of my favorites. Uh, I, also get the I, like, I like to play the character who tries everything, <laughs> Yeah, and just awesome. to get a plus one to everything right now is right. pretty cool. Yeah. And then I get the Song of Rest, which uh, is the healing thing. You know, It ah. goes up uh, for a short wet rest. I could, uh, yeah. Healing is good. Yeah, help. Which kind of what's it's more of the spells I've been taking because we don't really have a cleric in the group, yeah. so I'm kind of like doubling as that. At least to begin with, we're finding healing potions around though, which is a plus. That is pretty nice. Yeah. Uh, at third level, I get expertise, which allows me to uh, take two my uh, two choose two of your skill proficiencies and then I double just double mm-hmm. them up the proficiency, which I'm not sure what I'm going to pick yet on that. I might change some stuff around because I had something and then. I had something picked, and then uh, JJ showed me something out of the Xanthar's Guide, so I might uh. switch up what I want to do. So I might take, uh, instead of College of Lore, I might take the College of the Sword. Is that what it is? Okay. Sword. Yeah, College of Swords. Although you might be less stabby as we get further into the adventure. Right, so you yeah, it depends how I want to do You definitely want a Gadron dad, but after that... Yeah, that's the thing. I don't, that's why yeah. I'm not sure what I want to do. But okay. I might go that way. It sounds interesting where they're, they're more the... Uh, you know, sword swallowers, entertainers with blades and things like that. So where Kurt was reading the thing, if he, st- if he sticks with that path, we'll go in with the reckless attack. That sounds like it will be a character-changing thing. Is there anything that you think would change the way you're playing the bard? Yeah, I guess he'd be more, you know, because I'm going to get a proficiency with medium armor and the, the shimitar, so that's a different weapon. Yeah, okay. I would change that up, and then, like, you get different fighting styles, either, like, you know, dueling or two-weapon fighting, things like that. Cool. So that would be, yeah, it'd be more... Uh, I know, more of a blade work guy, I guess. But I still might keep him with the poet end of it, you know, because he wasn't really the musician guy originally, right. you know. I want to hear that come out again, too. Just a few lines here and yeah. there about yeah. whatever. Because yeah. that was neat in that first, the dream sequence, right. as it were. Yeah, I would yeah. Kinda, he might be like a very, like a Cerno de Bergerac type character where, you, oh. you know, Couple lines here and there just to irk people, and then use use the sword, right? <laughs> you do like like Mickey did with their one liners before. Just write out a whole bunch right, of yeah. page, just so yeah. you have something to. Pick That's normally what I try to do. Like I have a bunch of like the notes and feel yeah. like just different things. Cool. So um, Ashley is going to go into the swashbuckler okay. uh, archetype. 
So at second level, he'll gain um, cunning, cunning action, which allows him to do um, either disengage, dash, or hide as a bonus action on any of his turns. Mm-hmm. Um, and then at third level, he would gain an increase in his sneak attack, and he would also uh, be able to take Swashbuckler, um, which would give him fancy footwork, which means that um, whenever he deals damage to a creature, he can dash away from them, and they cannot. Pro- he doesn't provoke opportunity attacks from things that he damages. Um, he also gains Rakish Audacity, which allows me to add my Charisma modifier to my initiative rolls. Um, cool. he, it also allow, changes his sneak attack feature so that he, um, he also gains sneak attack against people that he is one-on-one fighting. Okay. But only one-on-one fighting. All right. So he would still have the one where if he has advantage, he gets sneak attack. And when he's one-on-one fighting, he gets sneak attack. All righty. But um, eventually what it does is it allows him to, uh, at ninth level, he gets... Uh, panache and he can convince people that he's not a threat so how does this or how could it change the way you've played your level one character um i'll be using diplomacy and persuasion a lot more um trying to rather than being deceiving he's going to be um just overly nice and try to convince people that um he's not a threat so, will Veritana believe he's not a threat? We'll see. It's going to be good cop, <laughs> bad cop. Good cop, worse cop. <laughs> yeah. Or bad cop, bad worse cop. Bad cop, worse cop, yeah. Mickey! So, Veritana, uh, as a wizard, at level two, you select your arcane tradition. And of the ones in the book, I selected School of Abjuration. Because mm-hmm. it's more defensive type magic. Um, it's magic that blocks, banishes, or protects which I think was more in line with how the character was created to begin with. At level two, Veritana Tana picked up Arcane Ward, which is essentially like a a defensive spell. So as she's weaving her uh, spells, when when she casts abjuration spells, she essentially gets a ward that absorbs, that provides some temp hit points. Cool. At uh, level three, she gets some more spell slots, so she's now up to four first-level spells and two second-level spells. And in line with how she was created more defensive magic, mm-hmm. I went with things like uh, mage armor. Mm-hmm. We had shield already, uh, flaming spear, fire. We had firebolt and cloud of daggers. I like fa- flaming sphere. It's one of my favorite spells because <laughs> you have a pet fireball. Yeah. <laughs> you roll around when you want. And with that, she also has a familiar. That's right. We now. picked that early on. And her familiar is named E.A. Poe. He's uh, a raven. Uh, uh, we have yet to meet. <laughs> Electronic Arts Poe. Electronic Arts Poe. Is he full of loot boxes? We'll see. <laughs> um, so <laughs> You just have to keep hitting it and treasure comes out. Treasure comes flying out. No, it's, I kind of see the character shaping up as more of a defensive magic versus an offensive magic wizard. She's going to stay back and cast things to protect the party. Cool. I like that. 
So what have you... No, I think you just said it, but what have you done that would change the way your character was played? So it's an alignment. Yeah, you, Trying to remember the alignment of lawful neutral versus yeah. chaotic neutral. So we are at the point where we're going to be wrapping this one up. Is uh, One thing I want, if you guys could, before we start up the next session, and it'll be the next time we record, but get back to what your character was created to be. Think about how that character should be played, because now we're getting into the beef of the adventure. Now we're along the official storyline. You've done the first thing that the Queen and the Corvos and Guard have asked you to do, so you're, you're going to be embedded into the storyline of the adventure now. Whereas the first one with Zalara the Fortune Teller was really around getting the characters together and letting them start working as a group. That one's done, and now we're into the actual storyline. So think of the personality that you should be forced to play because somebody uh, created your character for you and see how we can um, incorporate that into how we continue to play. Although we should remember, as we build our characters, do you want want us to remember these are the characters everyone else built for us? Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Try to be hard, so not to start building them the way we would build them. Exactly. As much as possible, let's still try and play outside of the normal edges so that we can try and make a little bit of a different character compared to the way we normally play. Because I think that was fun. And I think it's fun if we keep pushing that forward. Cool. In the meantime, we can wrap this one up. We can all say... Bye, Bye everyone. Thanks for listening. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.